This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's Boomer and Geo on the Fan and the CBS Sports Network. And we're coming to you live for the Built Ford Tough Studio. Boomer Size and Greg Giannotti. It's Boomer and Geo on the Fan, simulcast across the country on CBS Sports Network. And wherever you are on the free Odyssey app, good Monday morning. Hope you had a wonderful weekend. We are wrapping up February this week. Do we wrap up the quarterback situation this week? I hope so. We get some answers maybe by Friday. You had an interesting moment with your Rangers last night. We will get to it at some point. But maybe the greatest invention in the history of baseball was unveiled in spring training. I know some people don't like it. You'll get used to it. But this thing is awesome. And that is the pitch clock. I can't get enough. I can guarantee you I'm going to watch twice as much baseball this year as I did compared to last year because of this pitch clock. Good morning, Boomer. How are you? Yeah, good morning, Jay. And I think you and I are lockstep in this regard. I mean, it reminded me of watching a hockey game without many face-offs i mean you gotta you gotta pay attention the pitch is coming relatively quick and i actually do like it it is uh, it puts pressure on the batter there's no more Derek jeter i'm gonna get out of the box i'm gonna fix my gloves i'm gonna tap my cleats i'm gonna dig my foot in i'm gonna look around i'm gonna stretch i'm gonna go through all these little uh, gyrations that take like a, a total of a minute and a half and all of that is gone now. And what is amazing is that the games are showing themselves to be about two hours and 35 minutes now. And which is really, I mean, look, I, uh, I love baseball. I played baseball. Uh, I've been a lifelong Mets fan. Uh, I've sat through some of the worst games and some of the best games. And now comes this. And this is going to create, it's going to create some issues. There's no question. Manny Machado already got called out on a strike. Yeah, uh, because he wasn't in the box. Well, and you saw how one of the games ended. ended. We yeah. Saw, yeah, of right. course. I mean, but this is when it should happen this way. It should happen in spring training, and the players need to get used to it. Now, what was interesting, reading an article on Buck Showalter and how he's dealing with this, because, you know, Buck, he's got a... He's like the Bill Belichick of, ma- yeah, of man. managers, although he hasn't won the, the championships that Bill has, but... He's still somebody that people regard as like the the godfather of baseball for whatever reason. Whether you do or you don't, I do. Mm-hmm. And listening to him um, give a couple comments about the nuances of this whole thing and the strategy behind it and how it's going to affect whether they're calling signals or how they're going to call signals to guys that are on the base base path. I mean, it's really going to be fascinating to see how this whole thing unfolds. Now, the people in the minors have done this. They've lived with it. They've, they've uh, adjusted to it, and it's been fine. 
But now that it's at the major league level, to me, anyway, watching it over the weekend was actually kind of fun. And then hearing Max Scherzer saying that he believes that there's an advantage for the pitcher and that he will be able to exploit certain little nuances within the pitch clock uh, is going to be fun to watch and it's going to be fascinating to see how it does really affect the game. Yeah, and I don't want to hear any of these guys complaining about it, meeting managers and players. I, this is something that is important for baseball. The biggest problem that baseball has had from an on-field standpoint is the length of these games, the length of the regular. There's too much time. There's just about, too much baseball. How about Steve Traxel? Pitching oh, the Derek. human rain delay. Well, pitching to Derek Jeter. Yeah, I mean, think yeah. About, just think about those two players and that the nonsense that went on with those guys. And you know, and I know that it was like who they were as players, and it's what they were all about, and they needed that time for them to be successful. No longer, you know, no longer. Now it's like you know what I love about John Carlos Stanton. He stays in the box. Yeah, he's always stayed in the box. Mm-hmm. And you, you like a guy that stays in the box. That's right. Keep it in the box. Stay in the box. And uh, this now is going to force it. And there is no question watching games over the weekend that uh, it is going to have a profound effect on us watching the game. Because it is it is moving at a pretty fast pace. Yeah, and that's what it needs to be. I mean, baseball needed to adjust, and it did. This is finally something that really, really changes things. And pace of play is a big issue. I mean, I'm I'm not someone who is a Gen Z, 18 years old, who really has a terrible attention span. But I'm 40, and I've got a pretty bad attention span. It's getting worse because of the world we live in. And stuff like this is more appealing to me when it's faster. It just is. Well, let me speak for the uh, the, the 60 and above crowd. Yeah. We're all, well, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't, a lot of older fans are getting ticked off. Because, exactly. You know, they they don't want they want to sit around they want to meander just like the game has meandered over the years but for me somebody who does love baseball and who does watch it for a living uh, what not only my own team but other games and watching other games this weekend I'm just telling you it's uh, it's it's fascinating just watching the whole thing there was a uh, Cespedes's brother was up for the White Sox yesterday mm-hmm. so this is me watching the Angels and the White Sox okay and uh, I figured there was a young pitcher on the mound and uh, you know he had already been. Brought up the double A and, and, uh, uh, Wayne Randazzo is doing the game, I think. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Right. And so it was, it was kind of interesting listening to Wayne do it, do the game. And he was talking about this young pitcher about how, you know, I'd like to see him up in the majors. You know, maybe he's on the fast track. He's already had Tommy John and he's throwing like a hundred miles an hour. And I mean, this guy was getting the ball and throwing it, getting the ball and throwing it until the point where Cespedes was going so fast. He ended up looking and striking out. Uh, and he, as he was called uh, on a strike three, but to me that that little glimpse of what it, it was going to be like is uh, made me very satisfied. G. Oh yeah, of course. I'm, me me too. I was I was thrilled about it. Made me more excited for baseball season. A, a regular season game in a sport other than football to me. Two and a half hours is the perfect amount of time. The it's per- a hockey game. Per- By the way, it's a college game. basketball game, too. Right. A little now, less now, than that in college now, now, the NBA has got to get rid of, like, 17 timeouts. Yeah. I mean, the amount of timeouts that are in the, the, the last five minutes of a basketball game is just freaking maddening. Sure. It is, is, the, it is the one thing that I just, I, it, it just drives me crazy. You know, the fouls, the timeouts, the whole thing. And I would think that, I don't know if the NBA will ever look at this. Uh, but they, they should look at this and say to yourself, you know, these games got to get over with. And, um, you know, I, I would like to see them modify some of that stuff to 
and I know uh, the hardcore basketball fan out there is going to disagree with me, but I'm again, I'm like, how much time is spent the last three minutes of a close game in an NBA game? Real time. Oh, any God. idea? I mean, I mean, it's you got to at least quadruple the amount of time that's on the clock to real time. I mean, that's what it is. Just one after another after another, and the timeouts, and they're squeezing in commercials. It's just, it's insufferable. It's a terrible watch. I mean, and then on top of it, the game itself has been very, very difficult to watch. But yeah, no, at the end of so, those games, it's horrible. So three of the major sports in this country have modified their rules to get the games a little bit shorter. Uh, to keep them moving and to, you know, have continuous action, if you can say that as continuous action, whether a guy strikes out or gets a hit. And I think baseball with the, the modified shift rules and uh, the, the larger bases and everything else is also trying to create some offense. So I don't know. I just think it's going to be interesting as this thing goes uh, unfolds. And then when we get into the regular season, you got to believe the first month to six weeks, there's going to be a lot of these things that end up happening and being called. Uh, and that's going to make even for more discussion about the game of baseball because, you know, baseball's been lagging. Yeah, and then that the example at the end of the game where, you know, base is loaded, you think you're going to have a situation where there's going to be a, a walk or whatever it is, and the guy gets called out because he, uh, he didn't get in the box quick enough with eight seconds left on the clock, and then he gets, he gets called out. And, and I saw a lot of, you're not going to see this in the regular season. Don't, oh, yeah, we don't worry about it. You're not going to see it in the regular season. So I thought to myself... Why not? So you're going to tell me now that when the regular season starts, you're not going to enforce the rule? What are we talking about? No, I think I think what most people are believing is that the players and managers will adapt to the rule, much like they have adapted in the NFL. Uh, you know, and I, I always think back to the middle of like I, I want to say it was like after 2006, they modified you know the the defensive holding rules and they made it much more difficult for defensive backs to cover wide receivers because they wanted more offense. And they watched Ty Law just basically hold uh, Marvin Harrison uh, in in the entirety of a playoff game. Yep. And so they they basically modified the rules. So I, I, I sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad, you know. But I think I don't know. I just watching the games over the weekend, it was amazing watching how fast it was going. Yeah, I mean, and I knew that it was going to change the game. I, I, I guess was naive to the fact that I didn't think it was going to change it that much. And by the way, they do have the clock most of the time in these games. It's visible to the viewer right now. It's not going to be that way when the regular season starts. Well, they gonna- should. They should have. They have that bug in the corner. They should just do it like the NBA does it. You know, I have it up there like a twenty-four second clock. Why yeah, that's, yeah, I guess I'm just talking about the one that's there for the players to see. That's that's slightly distracting for. But I mean, yeah, you could have it. You could have it like that. Like the Yes Network has it there, um, which is which is interesting. I mean, do you want to see that every time, I, 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 or is that distracting? Um, I would like to see uh, you see the bug up in the corner. Yeah, just just have a little drop down, a little drop down area. Maybe a little drop down, and then we'll see how it goes. But it's. Um, that guy got hit in the nuts with the ball. Yeah, he might have been, yeah. But this, I don't know if he wears a cup. Most guys don't wear a cup, but maybe first yeah. men do wear cups. I don't know. Yeah, maybe you would think. Yeah, maybe I would hope so. Right. A little, a lot of bounces there. Yeah. Hey, but, hey Stephen Waldron, CBS. Uh, good morning, Stephen. How are you? Good morning, guys. Yeah. So, why did you choose that highlight? Because that guy got hit in the nuts with the with the pop. Is that why? No, because it had the pitch clock in the bottom right, like you guys were talking about. Oh yeah, yeah but he, you, he got hit right in the in the stones. Right, but did you you did notice how he got hit in the nuts with the baseball, right? 
As soon as you said that, yeah, I did. Yeah, all right, very good. Well, you picked you picked <laughs> the a good single, so that's how we have it called. Right, okay. Well, you picked a good highlight there, Stephen. Oh, by the way, Stephen, do you like the uh, pitch clock or no? <laughs> it's certainly different. Uh, the big the big story was the Braves game that got called on the violation. Yeah. But yeah, but that and curious to see if that happens in the regular season. Yeah, but see, that's exactly what Stephen said right there. Oh, see if it happens in the regular season. Well, uh, maybe because those are the rules. It should be happening in the regular season. You're going to tell will. me that the umpires are are just at that point going to be like, you know what? Because this is a critical situation, let's not enforce the rules at this point. No, it's going to happen, man. I'm yeah. telling you, it is going to happen. You are out. You are out. He just starts laughing. The guy. But yeah, I mean this this is the new normal. As they say, Boomer, this is the new normal in baseball. I'm not even sure that the umpires truly understand it all yet either. You know, especially when it comes to, I, yeah, I don't know, the shift. Can can there be a five-man infield and a two-man outfield? I, we saw that in the game. There was there was a five-man infield. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it's not the shift, but it's, there's always, just as you mentioned Belichick before, there's always somebody who is going to find those loopholes to figure things out that the people who came up with the rules didn't think of when they made the rules. <laughs> I mean, and no one was really thinking about five-man infields when they banned the shift. Probably- I, I mean, you know, the thing, the, the, the thing about all of this is that, you know, at least Major League Baseball has the minor leagues to run this stuff through. Yeah. To see what happens and see how it impacts the game. And then if, and if they feel like it has a positive impact, then they can bring it to the majors. It's not like the NFL can, you know, run this through college football or the XFL or the USFL. Maybe they could take some of the ideas that some of these teams have or these leagues have, but then they're really not going to do that. Major League Baseball controls minor league baseball, so therefore they can run some of these rules as a testing ground, which turns out to be exactly what's going on here right now. So I... For me, anyway, just the first weekend of it, it was startling because it's happening so fast, but I kind of liked it. Yeah, and I, I bet you there are lots of, and we'll get calls on both sides of it, but I bet you there's a lots of, of older baseball fans who hate it, who hate the idea of this, that it's going to ruin the game for them. The fact that it's untimed and it's you could sit around and it doesn't matter what's going on and if the game went three and a half hours, who cares? There's going to be a lot of those Folks who absolutely are going to hate this, but like for someone like me, you know, if you're telling me that most of the games are going to start at seven and end at nine thirty, I mean, that to me is a dream come true. A majority of the game is going to be over at nine thirty. That doesn't happen. I mean, you know, we're up ten, ten fifteen, ten thirty. Yeah, for what, for like, what we do, it's going to be a good thing. Yeah, I mean, what, are you kidding me? This is great. That's why I think that's what we're so excited about. <laughs> yes, like you tell me, a majority of the game, even if they start like a, some of these uh, first pitches are six forty or something. Like you have a six forty and a two and a half hour game You're done that, by nine. Holy hell! Holy hell is right. That's been asking for this my whole life. I will say that you know one. However, the NHL did their their clock timing and no no commercials on icings and things of that nature. Yeah, it has made the game it's sped up the game, and it's made the game a lot more enjoyable. I, it, it just really has. And you know the fact that you know there's only one timeout per team, and very rarely do the coaches even use that. You know they may use it for a challenge or whatever, but it it very rarely ever stops the game. And when you have a game where there aren't a lot of faceoffs, I mean that game is flying by. And the only reason that game doesn't go any faster is because they got they got to put the Sambonis on the ice. <laughs> That's yeah. the only reason. Right. Yep.
And and really, I, I'm telling you, going to the Garden or going to UBS, knowing that you're going to be there, let's say, for a, a total of three and a half hours. Get there a little bit early. You know, you may, may hang a little late just to let some of the traffic go or, or whatever. It's three and a half hours. Yeah. It's, 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 it's doable. It's manageable, especially for what we do for a living. But also, like, if you have kids. Well, there's lots of people who are very, very busy with their lives that want to go to games. And faster games means better quality of life. I would think if you want to take a kid to a game and a game starts at 640, you're more likely to do it now if if you feel like you're going to get out of there by 9 o'clock. That's right. And not miss half the game. I don't know. I just felt it it was fast. It it took me a while to get used to it. But I kind of liked it. And watching this one... This one uh, duel between this pitcher and Cespedes' younger brother, it was like all I needed to know about exactly what the hell this was going to be because this kid was catching the ball and firing it, catching it and firing it. You know, that there was one fouled off, there was one ball, there were two strikes, and then the guy called out on the third strike, it was over. Yeah. It was great. It was great. I liked it, so. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. We've got Jerry Recco here. He's going to tell you about what's going on in sports in late February in New York. What's up, Jerry? Good morning. Brought to you by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com and by Jack Pocket. Play official state lottery games on your phone. You guys obviously talking a lot about the uh, the baseball here to start things off. So a couple of things. Scores don't matter. But the Yankees played a couple of games yesterday. The Mets played uh, one yeah, with the, the Yankees Nationals. won both of them. They're so good they can split their squad up and they can win both and games. And go 2-0. Yes. Yes, they could. Um, the one thing of all, well, there are a couple of things. Jose Trevino, Grand Slam, okay, fine. And Clark Schmidt, okay, fine. It's it's spring training in February. It is what it is. But here was Aaron Judge on uh, Schmidt striking out five, two hitless innings. 
Clark Schmidt today were you know, first two innings. You know, he came out. He came out this his A game today because you know everyone's fighting for a job. You know, it doesn't matter if you've been here for a couple of years, or you're a new guy or a rookie coming up. You know, everyone's fighting for a job. Not everyone. You know, looking forward to that competition. He's not, he's not fighting for a job. Judge has his job. Um, so the Yankees will continue their spring slate with a game tonight against the Tigers. As for the Mets, they played the Marlins on Saturday. The Nationals on Sunday. Of course, when they play the Marlins, you always get this from Keith. Well, not always, but you always get. Get this from an announcer. This one from Keith Hernandez, unfortunately. Chaz Chisholm is gonna uh, Chisholm is gonna start in center field. I just can't get this name right. <laughs> yep, add that to the list. <laughs> so now we've got Eddie Coleman. Uh, Chisholm Brad- scores. <laughs> <laughs> Brad Heller. Brad Heller. Chaz Chisholm Jr. <laughs> yep. And uh, Keith Hernandez now in the mix. Chaz Chisholm. <laughs> Chaz Chisholm. Oh, yeah. That's, oh, right. Johnny, yeah, yeah, that's right. Johnny Sterling. Yeah. How many of the... So the Marlins obviously play a lot of teams. you think every broadcaster has had this issue? I'm thinking at this point, because we, we just named, what, four of them yes. right there. Now, this one got a lot of attention. We've been talking about this jism situation for a while now, but <laughs> this one got attention. This was all on the websites yeah. and everything, and it went viral. So, I mean, now that it's out there, I think people will be more conscious of it. Mm. But, yeah, it's got, I mean, it is happening all oh, over I the place. I feel like we've been talking about this for, like, three years. We have. We have. Probably longer. Yep. Mm-hmm. Chaz jism. J- Chaz jism. Chaz Jazz Chisholm, boy. Oh, boy. Boy, oh, boy. It's a lot of Chisholm. Oh, <laughs> Al's got it down, though. I tested him three different times without looking down at the paper. He got it right. Say it again, Al. Jazz Chisholm. Right. You got to say jazz. That's the, the minute you get the jazz part wrong, you're done. Right. If you, you say are, jazz, then you're screwed. Then you're in trouble. I think that's probably about right. Uh, meantime, the Mets did win that game yesterday. Max Scherzer threw a couple of innings. Uh, he likes to work fast, which is really cool. And he says, yeah, clearly the rules make a difference. You can see it. Yeah. 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 Obvious, isn't it? I mean, the game's completely changed. <laughs> completely changed. It'll look pretty good, actually. Um, today, the Mets will take on the Cardinals. Now, the game over the weekend, you guys also touched on between the Braves and the Red Sox with that wacky ending. Here's how it sounded on Braves Radio. Crowd of 7,923 is at a good day at the ballpark here in their first Grapefruit League game. They're rising to their feet looking for one more ball or a base hit right here to win it for Atlanta. Now, time called. Conley took too much time. He's out. He wasn't. He oh. didn't have his eyes on the pitcher oh. by the eight-second pitch mark on the pitch clock. And that's going to be the ball game. This is the one thing I don't understand. Like, I'm all for this, but you're right. So the umpire's you're in gotta, the box. So the umpire's got to look to at the me, guy's he's eyes. Good, but you should be able to pitch right there. He's in the box. Yeah, but you got to be looking at the pitcher now, Jerry. That's the, one of the nuances. That to me is a lot much. That's so the one. Another, wait, wait. Uh, what's his name? Hernandez gets in there and starts calling people out left and oh, right. Angel Hernandez. Angel is Hernandez. he still? I mean, is he active again this year? I'm hoping so. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to make. Well, it you fun. saw CB Buckner and uh, Oliver Marmol. They wouldn't Over shake hands. Right. They were just going to. I said to Al, Google uh, Fran McCaffrey starting oh at the God. official. Did you see that? That was so awkward. <laughs> that was funny. It, it, it was. <laughs> but it was it was awkward as hell. Like when the players, so have, to, at the players have to pull the coach away from uh-huh. the situation, you know the guy has well, lost his nuts. mind. Yeah. Oh, well, clearly. I mean, he is. Oof. Ah. 
But to see him just glare at the official and the official glares back at him <laughs> during the timeout was pretty funny. So oh, here you go, Boomer. Look, TV's got this. I mean, <laughs> it just stands there staring at him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, what are you doing, man? I mean, are you Thanks serious? This is a grown man. The two of them. <laughs> well, the ref's not doing anything. He was just, I mean, you know, he was just waiting during the timeout with the basketball. Oh, it's tremendous. <laughs> and if you didn't see that game, by the way, Iowa was down 10 with 50 seconds to go, and they came back and won. Wow. Yeah, it was Michigan State that they played. A lot of crazy things happening in, in college basketball. Yeah. It's, I, this season is nuts so it, far. It has been. Even Rutgers last night, down 19 in the second half, came back and uh, won at Penn State. So and about congratulations that. to Hofstra winning the CAA regular season. I saw that. Yeah. Speedy's got him moving in the right direction here. Not too shabby. Uh, Nets-Hawks yesterday in Atlanta. Tight game. Final seconds. Shot clock off. Down to five seconds to go. Young into the front court. A tie game. To the left elbow. Pump fake. Shot. Goes down. It's going for Trey Young at the buzzer. And Atlanta wins. And that was Chris Carino with the call on Nets Radio. 34 for Trey Young. Hawks win 129-127 in the loss. Cam Johnson at 27 for Brooklyn. Jacques Vaughn says we lost, but we did play well. That's what I'm looking for because I think that mentality, that care factor will eventually put us in a position where we're winning games. At the end of the day, that's what we want to do. Um, I do see some... Some problems being solved along the way, which is going to help us. Uh, well, the last had, five you guys have lost, Jerry. Yeah, I'm aware. Uh, Atlanta did hire, or they are hiring, a Quinn Snyder as their new head coach. Apparently, Trey Young's happy with that selection. Oh, that's good. Yes. So, got to make the stars so happy can, as they, we now. They consulted with know. him. They brought him in. I they guess. sat him down and said, look, these are our coaching candidates. What do you think? Well, I, I thought he wanted Steve Nash because he tweeted well, out that picture of that Steve Nash. That was the idea Friday because of the tweet with him wearing the Nash jersey, but yeah. I don't think he ever said anything. When does the can't get the uh, the Suns coach fired. When does Kyrie, yeah, Kyrie get? Well, the, DeAndre Jason hasn't gotten him <laughs> fired yet. Kyrie going to get Jason Kidd fired? Oh God! When those guys go a, at it, so they blew a twenty-seven point lead mm. and lost to the Lakers. Talking about uh, the Mavericks, one eleven was one eight. Uh, one oh eight was the final score there. And that game was in Dallas, too. How about that? And then also you had the uh, the Blazers getting a monster game from Damian Lillard. James got his hands on his knees in the corner. Dame fighting through, gets tripped up, now gets the ball out of Allen's three and hits it. 69 for Damian Lillard. And he would finish with 71. That was Blazers Radio with the call. Uh, his number's pretty impressive beyond just the uh, the scoring. He was 22 of 38 from the field, 13 of 22 from three, and a perfect 14 of 14 from the uh, free throw line. Here was his head coach, Chauncey Billups. We don't get the chance to experience things like this a lot. I've been around the league a long, long time. And uh, 71 and how efficient he was. I mean, that is just incredible, man. I would say so. Not a not a bad guy. Yeah, night. and the thing about him that you got to love, <clears throat> he wants to stay in Portland. Yes. Yeah, he doesn't want to go anywhere. He wants to stay right there. Yeah, that's what he said his entire career. There was a little bit of a flirtation before he got that uh, max deal where you didn't really know it was the year with the Olympics, and he hadn't really made a decision at that point, but he decided to stay, and he stayed. Just kind of realize, like, you don't see a lot of him, but when you listen to him talk and you listen to him wanting to stay in Portland, wanting to build there and all that other stuff, man, that's that's a guy you could root for right there. I mean, understood. No bigger disparity from like the NBA to Major League Baseball 
than in a market like Portland. Because Portland can pay a guy like Damian Lillard hundreds of millions of dollars. Oh, they got all that Chinese money. I know, it's the Chinese money. That, that's that's what always it is. about the Chinese money. Right. <laughs> you know that, Jerry. I that? Yes, I, I know that. Yes. But like, think about it. If there was a baseball team in Portland, they'd probably have a $30 million payroll. But the basketball team can pay a guy $400 million. Whatever. Hey, what does he make? He's making something. I would think he probably makes $50 million a year. 45 whatever yeah, the max some, is. Yeah, someone in, somewhere in there. And you saw the score from Friday night. The Kings beat the Clippers yes. 176 to 175 in overtime. Double That's, overtime. That was, uh, that was a few I points. it was double mm -hmm. overtime. No, I don't think so. Was it double overtime? I think it was double overtime, yeah. Mm, okay. I will um, say, though, the Knicks, five in a row. They got the Celtics tonight at the Garden. Big game. Big think, game. Think it's a big game? I do think it's a big game. Yeah. There's a big game feel to it. Absolutely. With the way they're playing, yes. And no, that was regular overtime. Oh, uh, was? I thought it was double overtime. Uh-uh. Like a lot of errors, man. Unless this box yep, score sorry. is inaccurate, this box score has a single overtime period of five That's your error. Where the oh, that's your error. Kings put up 23 <laughs> points. So. <laughs> Now, this other box does say double overtime, so I don't know. See, it's, it was double overtime. So it's your know. error. I'm just reading the box score. You make a lot, lot of errors, man. I have no idea. No, no, no. No, no. I ain't making an error. Okay, what day was the box that? Score. It was Thanks. Friday night. Friday. Uh, and Brooke Lopez, haven't heard from him. How about the um, the Bucks? No Giannis, and yet they have now won 14 straight games. Not that he's missed all of them, but uh, he didn't play yesterday. And they beat those Suns 104-101. Here was Lopez on Drew Holiday, who had 33 points. Just the defender he is, the player he is. You know, he's... One of the top uh, two-way players in the league, and go at least top three. Top three. So, um, 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 yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. The box, which is so pretty impressive. <laughs> so you know, yeah. in the box score goes obviously one through four in terms of quarters, and then they in the box score it says overtime, and that's how they total up the two. But then on the top of the box score, it says final two overtime. Yeah, the second one said double overtime. The other one didn't. Yeah, so it was two overtime. But even still, even if you take those overtime ah. points out, they still, ah. were in the one, they still were in the 150s. It was 23-22, so, I right. think, in the overtimes. So you're at 150 in regulation. Mm -hmm. That's pretty insane. Uh, Nick Celtics tonight. We mentioned Rutgers beating Penn State. And Maryland, Oh yeah, they have been dominant at home. They clobbered number 21 Northwestern. 79 to 59. 75 59. You got me all screwed up with your turtles. <laughs> Why? Uh, Why? I love because turtles. I hear you talking about turtles. Oh, well, I love um, turtles. I know you do. Ranger, I like turtles. There Rangers you go. Kings last night. We'll give you the good first. Check on here with good draw. Yeah, Sam Rosen with the call on MSG. Sure was. That was uh, Vincent Trocek's second goal of the game. Rangers up, whatever the score was at that point. But they wound up winning 5-2. to two. Uh, Mika Zibanejad with a power play goal, his 31st. Trocek, by the way, scored both goals in the second period. But along the way in the first, you had this. Rangers number 79. Been awarded match penalty for spitting. Match penalty for spitting. And yeah, that's unbelievable. Andre Miller. Yeah, I. So this is the weirdest thing ever. Now he apologized after the oh, game. He said it was I an accident. And he and he met with Drew Doughty, and Drew Doughty and he were okay with the apology and everything else. Now there is uh, precedence here. There, 
Washington Capital player got suspended three games yeah. three years ago because of something like this. I mean, this is just so out of character for this young man. I like, like it made no sense. And then, by the way, after the game, is anybody on MSG even talking about it? No. Uh, well, Gerard Gaunt did. Well, he because he was at a press conference. Yeah. They were asked. I'm just like, you know, like Steve Ballacat or Bill Pito or is anybody not. even talking about it? I got a lot of spit like, in my mouth. <laughs> this is like a okay. huge deal because they didn't play Braden Schneider yesterday. Uh, you know, they're missing Ryan Lindgren. So basically four defensemen played the entire game after this happened. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how that's an accident. The guy's right in your face and there's a little bit of a scuffle. So You know, it's funny. The video I saw earlier today was not that. I saw a different angle that that was as clear as day. Yeah, I don't know. I, I really, it does make no sense whatsoever. And I, you know, he hasn't been, been playing all that well the last four or five games. So I don't know if he's just completely. I got to tell you. It, it he doesn't looking. see him. Is what? it possible that he doesn't even notice he's walking, he's skating towards him? He was no looking way. the other way. Right. That was for sure. He was looking the other he way. He doesn't look like he's looking at him. But you can't do that, man. I, no, 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 no. I'm not, so, I'm not excusing I mean, it, but I'm saying that's not as bad as when a guy hocks the loogie <laughs> right true. in the guy's face. Well, I know this. He got the, the five-minute major yesterday. He yeah. got the match penalty, which means that he was kicked out of the game, and now he'll have a hearing with the NHL offices. And like I said, there's precedent for a three-game uh, suspension, but these two guys spoke after the game. Drew Dowdy was cool with you know the apology and everything else. I don't know if that will have any impact on whether or not he's going to be suspended. All I do know is that Trubo was on the ice for 29 minutes, and Ben Harper, who had been basically saddled to the bench after they made the trade for uh, Tarasenko and Mikla, played 28 minutes and played well. And they won. At the end of the day, they won, and that's all that matters. And the Islanders won as they shut out the Jets. Aim free, and it's Cole Horvath. He's up ice, Parisi hustling too. Horvath shorthanded into the zone. Scores! Horvath using Morris. He is a screen. It's a shorthanded goal. Oh, it's a backup the... goalie for the Winnipeg Jets. It wasn't Hellebuck. Okay. Brock, uh, and by the way, you, you, your boy Matt Martin had a breakaway in this game. Oh, it's a yeah. good thing they didn't need him to score. They yeah. won 4 nothing. Got to bury it. Semyon Varlamov with 23 <laughs> saves. And as you told me 10 days ago, the Devils make the move to acquire Timo Meyer yes. from the Sharks. Very complicated deal, but they got him 57 games this season, 52 points, 31 goals, 21 assists. No, it's, it's, it's kind of like what Bo Horvat has been for the Islanders, and it's been the opposite of what Tarasenko's been for the Rangers so far. But Tarasenko's they also did not sign like a mannequin out there. He's also not signed beyond this year. They did not give him an extension yet, so we'll see where that well, goes. Well, they'll work on that. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. it on Friday and this is the week that you can get tickets. It's Boomer and Geo Live Friday, April 7th off air, on stage uncensored version of the show only for the people in the room and there's going to be a pre-sale for tickets starting Wednesday, this Wednesday, March 1st at 8 a.m. and then the general on sale is Friday, March 3rd at 8 a.m. You can get a general admission ticket or a VIP ticket that includes priority seating, private bar, commemorative items, a meet and greet with us. So all of that is available with the VIP ticket. And if you go to WFAN.com slash live, all the information is there. But that pre-sale is Wednesday, March 1st at 8 a.m. Uh, very excited about that. Uh, all right. So we will get some calls on the pitch clock here because this is a, a big deal for baseball fans. But there's two things I heard driving in. And there there are big sports fans out there. You know, there's people that really know what they're talking about. You know, and there's people who, who don't. And uh, I, I had a, a, a couple of instances. I told Eddie, please pull both of these things because I thought that, that you would enjoy them because I know you probably weren't listening mm-hmm. at this point. Uh, so this is the first one. This happened at about 4.52 a caller to Salicata talking about the off-season moves that the Mets have made this year in one particular pitcher. And they got the, they got what, a guy from China, wherever, I don't know, an Asian guy, right? Yeah, Japan, Japan. Japan. They got, and thank you for the call, Jim. I think we'll end on that note. Kodai Senga from Japan. Yeah, that guy from China. <laughs> they got a guy from China, right? So you got Verlander and then the Chinese guy. I mean, come on, man! Uh, it's early in the morning. That's the only thing I could say. Either that guy was coming home from work or he's getting up and going to work. Right. That Asian guy that they picked up. Whatever. Chinese, Japanese. Well, you're like, come on. I mean, p- please. Guys, he's a Japanese pitcher. He's a famous Japanese pitcher. There's been a lot of Japanese baseball well, he players. Was in the general facility. No, you can't. That doesn't count. No way. No, okay. no, no, no. No, wrong. But, uh, yeah, I thought that, that made me laugh. Uh, so, and the other one. This one, I, I, I really do question, and, and I need to get to the bottom of it. This was during the warm-up show, and Al and Jerry are talking about three-pointers and Damian Lillard and scoring, and Al said something that if he truly believes this, this is worse than not knowing what a triple-double was. But I'm not sure if he really understands or doesn't, so I want to get your take on that. Now you can't defend the three pointer, right? What? Well, how's that? What? <laughs> you can't defend a three pointer. Now you can't defend the three pointer, right? What? Well, how's that? What? <laughs> what? 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 How's it? What? What? How's it? What? 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 I mean, caught Jerry off guard. Now, do you really believe that the NBA has a rule where you're not allowed to defend the three point shot? No, I I didn't think there was a rule. I'm just saying. There's no defense for it. You, when a guy like Steph Curry could shoot from 50 feet away, how you def- you're not even, no one's 
pressing up against the guy that far out from the basket to shoot the three pointer. So I was just like, oh, you can't. If a guy's good at def- hitting three pointers, there's no way to defend it. Oh, okay. But the way it was like, now you can't defend it was because you could have said like, it's very difficult when a guy's a great shooter to be able to defend the three pointer. When you're like, you can't defend the three pointer, right? I was thinking, I don't really believe that you're not allowed. Like the defender has to be like, ah, we got to let him shoot. That actually might be a new rule in the NBA sooner than later. <laughs> it's just let him shoot wide open. Why not? I was not aware that the three pointer is at different distances in college versus pros and in high school in high too. School. Yeah, that's very confusing. I mean, not really. I mean, it's just, they just, you know, you graduate up a level. And you realize that women play with a smaller basketball? That I did realize. You did that, okay. <laughs> and they, too, have a, a shorter three-pointer? Right. right. Just Jerry going, what? 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 Let's go to Mark, who's in Hawthorne. What's going on, Mark? Hey, what's going on, brother? Good morning. Good morning. What do you got for us? I wanted to talk about this this new pitch counter uh, in the MLB. I yeah. mean, I, I understand, you know, some people might want to speed up the game a little bit. This isn't the game of baseball. It's been going on since the 1800s. Okay. You hear me? And, I mean, as, as a baseball player and an athlete, baseball is a head game. You know, if I got somebody throwing 90 miles an hour at me, I need a little more than eight seconds to get set in that box. Well, here, but here, here's my counter to that. Like back in the heyday of baseball, if you want to go back to the '60s or whatever you think the golden age of baseball is, these are how the games went. These guys got it; they were stayed in the box. The pitcher threw, and that was that. So, if you want to tell me, like, oh, get nostalgic about baseball, and this isn't baseball. Actually, at one point in it history, was it was baseball. So, like, with things have gotten out of control, with the guys stepping out and taking their time, and in a rosin bag and fixing the batting gloves, it's gotten to a point where Major League no, Baseball has to has to do something about it. And I agree, it does get a little hectic. I mean, especially when you got a guy like Crimble on the mound when he's got to bend over move his arm around right you know yeah it can make you can make exceptions for that but i mean sometimes pitchers do need to step off that mound or need a second you know especially when you got a man on second and you got to know where the ball's going i mean that's just my take yeah on it, true but. okay but you know now you're gonna have to adjust and i, I mean, to, adjust. right yeah. but for the viewer like from your standpoint like i understand that if the pitchers are gonna have to deal with it the batters and catchers managers everybody's gonna have to deal with it's on the field from a viewer standpoint though do you think it's actually gonna hurt your viewing experience I think it's going to hurt. I think it's going to hurt some players' games. That's that's what I that's what I think. Yeah, I mean uh, maybe, but I like then you'd haven't adjusted well enough. Then tough, right? This is that's right. You gotta you gotta figure it out, and and the great ones will. But I, I mean, I don't. I can't imagine a fan that would be turned off by it because the game is is quicker. Like there's nothing about these guys wasting time that is interesting. I, you just have to pay attention. That's all I'm saying. I like, and I found myself that this weekend having to pay attention because there wasn't that like lull, there's no dilly-dallying, there's no in and out of the box, the pitcher walking around the mound picking up the rosin bag and all this other crap. I mean it was ball back to the pitcher and the moment that the pitcher caught the ball, 15 seconds started. Mm. And that, that was the interesting thing, because I was wondering, when was the 15-second clock going to start? Was it going to start when he was on the mound? No, 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 no. It's when the ball gets thrown back to him. Yep. 
Just so no matter where he is, wherever he catches it, that 15-second clock is starting. Yeah, no, absolutely. So it is, um, it, it's it's great for me, and I, I really do believe that that I'm not going to look at my phone nearly as much during a baseball game than I this season coming up. Because normally, what do you do when you watch a baseball game? You got one eye on that, at least I do, got one eye on the uh, on the phone. And I'm looking, and I'm scrolling Twitter, and I'm and I'm you know going back and forth, and now I'm going to be locked into the game. Do you remember uh, you know when I went to the uh, Rutgers Maryland basketball game? Mm-hmm. Do you remember the guy that called in the next morning and said, "Hey Boomer, I really appreciated that you didn't even look at your phone once." Yeah, and the reason for that is because college basketball is an awesome game, and I forgot just how awesome it is. Unless you go to the game and you see it in person and just how intense those kids are and how fast the game is moving. And, you know, it's like, why would you even want to be distracted? You want to watch all of the game. You want to be immersed in the entire environment. And I, I got to tell you, it was great. It was it just it had a great feel to it and a great flow to it. That's how I feel when I go to a Ranger game. You know, unless, of course, somebody's up 6-2 to two or something like that, then I may get disinterested if sure. it's 6-2 to two against my team. But... Um, I, I don't have, I, you know, I don't really don't want to be bothered by the phone. I'd rather be immersed in the game that I'm at. Oh, of course. Yeah. I mean, and, and it's just the, the way our attention spans are now, like I need to be, something needs to be going on at all times. And if this, this pitch clock is going to make me lock into the baseball game, because for the first time in a very long time, something's going to be going on at all times in the right. baseball game. All right. Let's go to Dr. Seven. Dr. Seven. Dr. Seven. Dr. Seven in California. Hello, Dr. Seven. Hey, guys. How are you? Good. How are you? What's happening, Doc? Listen, I got... Did you guys happen to watch the Live Golf yesterday or Saturday? No, I I knew it was on, but I refused to watch that garbage. I I watched for about 10 minutes. Live. Live, damn it. And I said, nah, that's not for me. I don't care who the names are. I don't care... Just It just didn't feel like a real golf tournament to me. Now, I know that maybe one of the reasons why this was their first tournament of the year is because of the field uh, for the Honda. And the, the field for the Honda was not that great. No. Not, not a lot of big names at the top of that uh, PGA uh, uh, tournament this weekend. No, yeah, had, what, yeah, Eric Cole and Chris Kirk in a playoff. I hadn't heard of either right. one of those guys, exactly. but, I, but it still was compelling to me. I hadn't watched it. Yeah, Greg Norman... That guy's a clown. He was driving around the golf course on a bicycle. Yeah, I mean, it's it, these guys, and, man, it's it's a free-for-all. It, they don't care about the golf. Saudi Arabia yeah. doesn't care about the golf. I mean, it's just foreigners. They don't care. They just want money. <laughs> but they I don't care about anything. What was that, Dr. Seven? The golf course in Mexico, they were selling beer. They were pouring it in the people's shoes. And a couple of the announcers drank the beer out of people's shoes. Yeah, yeah Doctor Seven, I did. I like to me. There's bigger issues with live golf than the drinking out of the shoes. But I will say, what they're trying to recreate, what I feel like they're trying to recreate, is the waste management open like every week, and then yeah. they're not going to be able to do that. You know, they got music playing and everything, and I don't mind music when I'm playing golf. I really don't. Yeah. I mean, somebody has music in the cart or something sure. like that. It's fine. I don't, I don't really care. But when I'm watching a golf tournament and I'm hearing, like, you know, a nightclub in the background, I'm having a little bit of a hard time really focusing in on what's going on. You know, they're playing in shorts, so it's a little bit, a little bit 
more relaxed. Plus, they're doing a shotgun start, meaning everybody's playing and starting on different holes. Plus, yeah. they have the team scores at the bottom. It looks like a uh, a NASCAR field. Yeah, I, it, it, there's nothing about it that's interesting to me. And all these guys that went over there to to now are irrelevant to me. And I understand when we had this discussion about you know you pick and choose the things you get angry about and what money is bad money and NBA and China and this and that and sponsorships and yada yada yada. But like you know. The, the live golf thing to me is, is, is as bad as it gets. It's as bad as the World Cup, the deal with, uh, with Qatar. It's as, as bad as trying to get in the Olympics a million times to make it seem like communism is awesome. Like, I, it's, it's one of the worst things ever. It's, it's horrible. These guys took the money. Fine. They could, they take care of their families for generations, but they're irrelevant. At this point, I don't care about Brooks Kepka and Bryson DeChambeau anymore. I don't care about Dustin Johnson. Cam Smith went over there. That guy could have been right there at the PGA Tour, front and center, one of the big names. He went over there, one of the younger guys. Like a guy like Ian Poulter, who's older, fine. Like, you want to go Phil cash Nicholson. in? Phil, yeah, well, Phil had, over 50. Phil had a, a legacy, though, that he blew up. But, yeah. like, there's certain guys that like I can understand a little bit. Pat Perez, some of these other guys. But I mean, like the, the Cam Smith, Brooks Kepka, Bryson DeChambeau. You're done. Nobody cares now. I don't. I don't care. Well, you I'm, will care when they get to the uh, the majors because they will be playing in the majors. You just don't care about the. I'm other not watching them play on. live golf. It doesn't right. mean a thing to me. And it just it just feels dirty and disgusting. And and then now this whole it's back in the forefront because of the full swing documentary on Netflix that we've talked about. And it's just, it's, and seeing the whole thing and the guys lying about it. And then they do a whole thing about Rory trying to keep things together, you know, meeting with the head of PGA, the PGA Tour. And it's just, I don't know. I, I just have a, I know it's PGA slanted, the documentary, but I just, seeing it all unfold in that way made me hate live golf even more. And it just, it feels wrong and it just sucks. And I hope that it fails, but. Saudi Arabia doesn't care if anybody's watching or not. It doesn't make a difference to them. They just want people thinking that Saudi Arabia is great. Look at what we've done. Look at this. We made, Golf is fun. We got the top golfers, and we're behind it. How great are we? That's all they care about. Sports washing. There you go. And a sports wash. Sports wash. Yeah, here's a sports washing minute. <laughs> With Boma. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. 
There's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 